happy sunday to you hey guys welcome back to this episode um about we are talking courtship or christian dating we're going to start right from the time of being single and then courtship what makes our dating different from the other dating um till we reach marriage so it's going to be a bit lengthy but i promise it's going to be interesting because the holy spirit is going to reveal to us new things so first and foremost i want us to understand that when god was creating us he put a time for everything that is why i've said there is a time when you're single there is a time where god expects you to be in courtship there is also a time where God expects you to be married. When we look at Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Remember your creator in the days of your youth, before the days of trouble come, and the years approach when you will say, I find no pleasure in them. So this makes us realize that while you're still young, you should remember God. You should pray so hard. You should fast so hard. You should read your Bible so much. Because this is the time you're energetic and expected to do those things. If you don't do those things in this time while you're single or ministry, you, you can find what God sent you to do. For example, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching, I'm teaching, teaching the word of God. Other people join church choir. There are so many things you can do to serve God. So it's best when you realize your ministry while you're still single because it's best you seek out a relationship with god while you're still single because it's so hard like when when there is another person in your life you're trying to give time to both things let me give you this reading first corinthians chapter 7 verse 32 it says I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how, how he can please the Lord. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife, and his interests are divided. So realize that when you get into a relationship or marriage, your interests are divided. So while you're still single, find out what ministry are you supposed to do and then give it a hundred percent because when you reach a time and you're divided it's going to be difficult but if you put a good foundation then it's so hard to shake this relationship you have with god and you do not idolize this person god has given you mm -hmm. an unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the lord's affairs this shows us that they expect every un unmarried woman to be a virgin her aim is to be devoted to the lord in both body and spirit but a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world how can she please her husband so let me give you this example when you get married there are times you're supposed to get up early prepare things for your kids or your husband and all that so it's a bit tiresome to balance the two let me say you're pregnant, you're heavily pregnant. Fasting is going to be difficult. But then when you're still single and you still have the chance, you can fast, you can go into dry and you pray for your marriage. Early enough, instead of reaching there when things go bad, you're trying to fast, you're trying to pray and then 
you're not your mind is not even concentrating you're pissed you have disagreements with this spouse of yours it's so hard so after understanding that let's read songs of songs that would be chapter 8 um verse 4 it says daughters of jerusalem i charge you do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires so i want you to understand that this issue of marriage or love or relationship has a time and if you awaken it before it's not its time you're going to get things messed up this is how people end up having kids while they're still studying and stuff like that personally if you ask me there is no specific age for marriage or courtship in the bible but i think 20 plus to me to me that's my personal opinion because at least there we expect you to be done with studies or in the process of getting done with studies and yeah so when we look at genesis chapter 2 verse 18 it says the lord god said it is not good for the man to be alone so this shows us that it is god who realized that the man it was now time for the man to have someone else i will make a helper suitable for him okay so it is god who gives a suitable person because we see with our human eyes but god sees the heart he knows this person from the time he created them or her he knows what intentions they have towards you sometimes people pretend before us and we can't know who they are and while you're in courtship everything is okay after you get married this person changes and you're like i didn't know this okay so that is one important thing and then um as i've told you let's go to ecclesiastes again chapter 3 verse 1 it says there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens so when the season is right when the time is right the lord will reveal it to you and then it also says verse 10 in the same chapter i have no verse 11 it says here they're talking about god he has made everything beautiful in its time when it's time for courtship or marriage it will be beautiful because in its it is in its right time but they've said who has made it it is god who makes it and then verse 14 says i know that everything god does will endure forever nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it god does it so that people fear him so if you try to fix these things on your own they won't endure forever that's why we have this song it will end in tears and it does end in tears because these are things we try to fix with our own knowledge when we do not know the right season and the right time so let's say you use this time well while you're single to seek god to know the holy spirit more the holy spirit is the one who reveals to us the truths that we don't know that is john chapter 16 verse 14 which i'm not going to read for you but the holy spirit when you use this time to establish a relationship with the holy spirit i've told you it's only god who knows people's hearts but the holy spirit can show you that that person is good that person is not good and he can reveal to you your weaknesses and the other person's weaknesses and you're able to pray for them you're able to intercede for them and then 
let me give you this example joel chapter 2 verse 28 because many people don't even know that god talks or the holy spirit talks but then it says and afterward i will pour out my spirit on all people your sons and daughters will prophesy your old men will dream dreams sometimes i talk about dreams and people are like but now nah, yeah, you like dreams so much not all dreams are from god because the devil uses uses the same passages god uses but then there are some that are from god for example some people have this dream where they are wearing shoes and they are not fitting some people this person is not letting you enter their house. So a house represents someone's heart. So that is already evident. This person doesn't want you in their heart. They may be pretending on top, but it's not it. Even the shoes, when they are big, it means you're forcing it. That's not yours. But not, do not cram meanings of dreams. The Holy Spirit should guide you. Because shoes can also mean someone's destiny. They could mean, if they're dirty, they could mean you're not walking right with, and so on and so forth. So it says, your old men will dream dreams your young men will see visions so it could be a vision it could be a dream but either way even when that fails we can still use this example in genesis 24 um, verse 42 here isaac's servant had gone to look to seek for him a wife to marry and then when he went here here is what he said when i came to the spring today i said lord god of my master abraham if you will please grant me success to the journey on which i have come see i am standing beside this spring if a young woman comes out to draw water and i say to her please let me drink a little water from your jar and if she says to me drink and i'll draw water for your camels too let her be the one the lord has chosen for my master's son so this is another option. If the communication with the Holy Spirit has failed, then ask God for a sign. Sometimes I don't have time to dream. So I say, God, what is your say about this? Then I randomly open my Bible. And there I find a perfect word for the situation I'm in. So this one asked for a sign. And exactly that happened. Here comes Rebecca. She does exactly what he had asked God. Okay. So, yeah, and then um, we move on to um, what, what, what qualities, maybe if those have all failed, yeah, but don't force them to fail, try them. If they fail, then let's use this example when God was choosing a suitable helper for Adam. The first quality God used was this person was a helper. Sometimes the qualities we want from people aren't going to help us. Because God had given Abraham the role of taking care of the Garden of Eden. So sometimes God has given us responsibilities like ministry. He has given us responsibility like leadership, like a business. So if this person is not a helper, if they're not going to help you in any aspect of your life, then... What are you choosing? Is the beauty going to help you anywhere? Is that body going to help you anywhere? What if tomorrow they lose that thing? Are they going? Is are they giving you good advice? Are they a helper? Really, that is the first quality. They must be a helper. 
So, now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all wild animals. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So, number two, your helper shouldn't be an animal. Say no to bestility. So the Lord caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. So girls, if this person is not a giver, because from Adam, the woman's rib was gotten, chances are high that you shouldn't take that risk. How sure are you he'll give to your kids? How sure are you he'll pick the tuition and school fees? You're going to cry tears. Mm-hmm. And then, when we go to verse, uh, verse 20, okay, I've read all that. Um, now we go to, we realize that this person, God made one person for this man. When we go to chapter 3, verse um, 20, 21. When these people sin, Adam tries to blame Eve for everything. But God doesn't say, no, let me make you another person. That means that a suitable helper doesn't mean they have to be perfect. They could make their own mistakes. But then they are only one. They can't be two. They can't be two. But there are special cases where someone dies and the Lord gives them another person. Yeah. So. It must be one person. It must be of another gender, not the same gender. For a man, he made a woman. For a woman, he made a man. And then verse, this also shows us that, verse 21, The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. And the Lord said to the man, the, the man has now become like one of us. Okay, he chased them out of the Garden of Eden. So I realize this is this was the origin of the saying, for better, for worse. Because after they sinned before God, he chased both of them away from the Garden of Eden. So you have to realize that come what may, this decision you've made is till death do you part. Let me stop here and record the second audio. Because this, this topic is a bit lengthy and I want to preach it in one day. If I procrastinate it, I don't know if I will ever finish it. The devil has really been fighting it for a long time.